All right, I'm here with Brad Codman of Southern Industries and Ultimate Gutter Guard. Brad, thank you so much for being with here today with me. You got it. So Love Brad, to be here. I know you very well. We've worked together for many years, and uh, you know you guys have an incredible business down there. You're based headquartered in in uh, Savannah. Excuse me. You're headquartered in Augusta, Georgia. You have offices all over the South. Um, how much business are, are you doing nowadays? It's been a while since we've talked about that. Well, we're um, our goal this uh, year is ninety one million. Right now, we're um, we're probably around four million under goal, but we're definitely beating uh, last year's numbers. Um, we're um, we're based around seven and a half to eight million a month is what okay. we're doing. So, so we all have a lot to learn from what you guys are doing. That's for sure. And you know, that's kind of what I want to get into. How long have you been managing the? Um, the marketing department, you know, I got here June of uh, 2001 and I've been in the same position. Um, when I got here, we only had two offices. Now we have 15. So that kind of tells you we were in Augusta and we had Aiken. Now we're uh, in five states. Wow. So we have grown unbelievably in, uh, in that period of time. Mm -hmm. And historically, what have been your top three sources you know, specifically with, with gutters and generating leads for gutters, gutter guard, what have performed best for you? Over the years um, in like Birmingham, Huntsville, Atlanta, Greenville, um, those are our big gutter guard. Charleston's one of our big gutter guard offices. Uh, Columbia is one of our big gutter guard offices. It's been TV. Really? Funny commercials. I mean, it for years, I didn't even uh, with uh, we're looking at no matter what, 40, 45 percent of our business, we want gutters. So we are always focusing on them. We have certain reps when we bring in a new uh, salesman. That's what he has taught. Gutters. OK. And then they advance to different products. But the first thing they get their hands on is gutters. And um, TV has uh, always been able to feed my reps up until recently. I mean, um, uh, last year um, it has changed since COVID was around 35% was TV of our gutter business. And then um, web has picked the ball up and is running with it was another 35%. And then something I can control where when we can actually go knock on somebody's door, we can see what kind of problems they're having with their foundation and different things. We pull them out and let them look. And they don't even know a lot of times that they need this. Right. So 15% uh, of our um, lead flow in, in our business is generated through Canvas. But uh, prior to that, it, it was, it was uh, um, real high percentage TV and then events. Yeah. Well, I want to unpack that a little bit because you mentioned you guys do a number of other products. I know you sell replacement windows, some siding, you do some bathroom remodeling on the inside. And you mentioned that 45% of your business, you want to be gutter protection. Why is that? Well, when you get as big as us, um, a big, uh, especially during um, supply issues where you're waiting four to five months to get a bath and sometimes even four months for, um, for windows, um, you're having to pay the front end uh, marketing costs. You're having to pay the front end um, 
half at least commission for the salesman because he can't wait five or six months to get paid. And uh, what Gutters has done for us, again, uh, we try to get deposits to help offset that with our sales representatives because we are having to pay all these other fees, but sometimes you can't. So what Gutters has, have done for us is they'd allowed us to, if we sell the deal today, we can take the truck over and install the job tomorrow and we can turn that business to help out with what we're waiting on. So plus, I mean, it's one of those products that that really, really the consumer a lot of times doesn't even realize unless there's a bad rainstorm, then he needs it. Right. Because he can see what's doing to his foundation. He can see what it's doing, um, you know, when it comes to um, uh, just so many different things. Sure, rotten wood and yeah, rotten wood on, on the, the foundation. In fact, I was I was in Atlanta the other day and I was at my sister's house and I was walking up to her front door and I looked to the left of the garage. I mean, the the, the foundation, I mean, her her actual uh, um, driveway is lifted up because of all the water that's got under there during the years. And it's just rotting under there. And uh, I brought her out and showed her. And she said, well, it looks like you need to get me some gutters. Yeah. <laughs> so when are you going to install them? Right. Thank you for the present, that type of thing. So right. um, it, it, it hits everybody and they don't really think about those things until it's too late a lot. Yeah. So there's both sides of it. You've got the homeowner that really needs it. Right. And, and they don't even know it. And then the other side of it, you know, you, you nailed it. I mean, cash flow is king. You know, the oldest phrase in this business that I, I've, you know, really adopted myself is volume for vanity, profit for sanity, and cash flow is reality. Right? Well, it's it's that, and and here's something. Here's the biggest thing, right? Um, the biggest thing is you have like a fourteen percent material cost, twelve percent labor cost. It's our most profitable product. Wow, it's our fastest turn, most profitable. Why wouldn't you market it heavily? You know, I mean, there's just uh, so many benef benefits to it. So and let me landscaping, you, you know, foundation. I mean, just it's it's a good product. Right on. Well, let me ask you, you mentioned web was one of the top sources as well. And that picked up for you during COVID. And, you know, when TV dropped, web picked up a little bit. That's a pretty broad spectrum when you're talking about the web. You know, was it aggregated leads? Was it? leads that you generated organically through your website? Is there some pay-per-click there? Um, you know, you use at Home Advisor, Angie's. Tell us a little bit about the web. Number one, um, I'm not going to mention any names with aggregators. I did try some aggregators with um, um, with gutters. I, I had a very bad experience with that. Um, it's um, uh, It didn't work. Again, yeah. a lot of, because of the cost, um, a lot of the aggregators do not want to do gutters. They want to do windows and uh, and that's because of the average sale and they can charge a little more for the for lead. So um, they weren't sending me, again, I tried two different ones and the quality wasn't there. What we're actually doing very, very well is with YouTube, Facebook, retargeting, anywhere you're at, once you click on us, on Facebook, we're going to be there. Great. No matter what, we're going to track you around. We're doing a lot of geo targeting. That's working out very well for us. I mean, we're we're 
Uh, we're very fortunate with our CRM, with Salesforce that we're using now, where we can see and 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 uh, um, actually uh, do a lot of statistics that prior to getting Salesforce, we didn't have access to. Great. So, uh, when it yes. comes to lead flow, put them in different buckets. So you've been doing this a long time now. You mentioned over two decades. You know, leading the marketing department for a for a huge organization. What have you seen change? in lead generation? <laughs> well, um, you know, I was really big on um, the newspaper. At one time, the newspaper was my number one lead source. I did it all on performance base with Atlanta, Augusta, Columbia, just about every market you can think of. Um, it branded us well. It was out there. It was that customer that was 45 to 75 years old that was uh, right where we needed them to be, uh, it was successful. And as you know, uh, the newspaper, um, people just aren't, I mean, it's shrinking. Sure. It's, you know, some, uh, the Atlanta newspaper used to be 350,000 subscribers. It's it's way down to almost minimal now to mm -hmm. where um, it's very, very difficult to base any kind of success on the newspaper. I'm still in it because there are still uh, benefits from it, but it does not give me a high percentage of lead flow anymore. Again, TV. Now TV, the big problem I see with that is a lot of people are dropping their cable and they're going to uh, streaming type services, Hulu and different things like that. So when I used to be on the, I was on the news, I sponsored all the news channels. as WSB in Atlanta, I could expect 30 to 40 calls off, off of a $1,500 spend on the ad. Wow. Nowadays, the, the inconsistencies to where my TV numbers are, are definitely shrinking majorly. Again, it's driving a lot to my web. So it's um, we're very fortunate now to where um, we're having specially type uh, unique type landing pages we're putting together. So if somebody does, when we're advertising, go to a website where we'll be, still be able to track that to where we can give the credit to the uh, TV. Right. When I talk to my agency all the time, they're like, oh, it's everything's going to the web. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to be able to track it. If you can't track it, you know, well, you, know, you got to measure it. What gets measured gets managed. Well, my biggest thing is uh, a lot of times I don't base everything on how much money I'm bringing in. It's not like a money in, money out. I'm looking at how much did I pay for that issued lead. We can fix the close. We can fix the net, but it's hard to fix when you're paying five, six, seven hundred dollars for an appointment. An opportunity. So that's something we look at uh, constantly. It's how much is my issued lead per product, and is it is it affordable? Right. Now, you mentioned something that's common to you and common to me, but not common to, to a lot of folks in the industry, because it's more sophisticated marketers that get into performance based scenarios. And you mentioned uh, with the newspapers, which I, I love to do performance based advertising with the newspapers because they are shrinking and contracting and they need the business and they're open minded to working with you. And, you know, in bathrooms, as, as you're in the bathroom business, you know, there's an older demographic that is taking out the walk, the old tub and putting in the walk in shower. So, you know, sponsoring the obituaries or placing your ads around the obituaries gets you that exact target market. 
And the, the paper in general, the newspaper has an older, you know, reader, you know, to, you know, that's sticking with it and, and hasn't bailed out of the newspaper habit, right? So tell us a little bit about the pay for performance with newspaper. Yeah, um, for years, um, for years I've dealt with uh, um, a lot of like Morris used to own the newspaper here and he sold out. So Gannett is buying in our areas, a lot of the newspapers, um, Columbia and Charlotte uh, McClaskey, you have Birmingham and Huntsville, which is a different owner, but uh, the programs I usually put together are based on either a per cost per lead or a per cost per net sale. For example, with Gannett, I pay 12% of the sale when it nets. Now with that, what you have to do is make sure that you have clarity with, which is integrity, right? With honesty, making sure that they can see and, and feel comfortable that you're, you're, you're giving them all the information in the sales so that they can make a living. It's really a, a relationship building type thing with trust. Um, so you're you know, sharing I, your CRM reports? And I, I, actually, I actually send um, weekly uh, all our leads and what we're doing with the leads, how we're generating the leads, how many leads we've generated through them. And, and again, they have a tracking system and we have a tracking system to verify the leads uh, in the sales. Okay. So that's the easiest way. If you do a call, a paper call or something, like, I mean, what if the, what if the customer's calling to find out if you're open, what if the customer's called and find out what's going on with their job? What, what if the papers, the customer's calling up to, uh, to complain about the install or when the install is going to be. So you have to do something that's going to, to work for everybody. And it, it it does take a little work. And that's what I tell them. I mean, when you're going up front, this isn't about us saving money. It's about us working together when they got skin in the game and we have skin in the game. Amen. And that's we're going to do our part. And do, do a lot of these papers, do they require some type of base buy to kind of show that you're committed to this? Um, I have um, Gannett. Uh, requires a base buy. That's the only one that I have requires a base buy. And um, what they offer with that is either direct mail. You can use them for some web advertising if you'd like. They'll help you with SEO, PPC, pay-per-click or search engine optimization. Um, what I do with Gannett is, is um, um, direct mail. Okay. And, How's that for you? It works pretty good. Again, um, it's about that relate. It's having that relationship with your rep, making sure that uh, uh, you have uh, you have all the input on what you're going to put on the ad, to make sure there's a good call to action, um, and you make it sure you make sure that they're going to win. Also, it's all about that. I mean, yeah. it's it is a sustainable. Yeah, I mean, you have to pull leads if if you're not giving them the opportunity to where they can win also, because it is a partnership, then you're going to have some problems that won't be long lasting, because they're there to make money and you got to care about that. Right on. So yep. let me ask you, Brad, another change that, you know, we've seen in the industry at, at large is online reviews. And, you know, that didn't used to be a thing, right? When you got into the business, 
uh, back in 2000. You know, it didn't matter. It didn't exist. Um, you, you weren't so aware and, and, and concerned with online reviews. Because you have multiple offices, I wanted to get your feedback on the impact of online reviews on advertising. Do you see that the performance of your advertising works better in markets where maybe the reviews are stronger for that particular branch location? Well, there's a company called Bright Local that um, just released a report that 84% of uh, consumers in our industry, a service-related industry, are looking at reviews before they buy. Now, there was a time, again, we always try to take care of our customers, the most important thing. And the reason we do that is our number four, four lead source in our corporation is a returning customer. So we're, we're not scared to call the customer, ask them how their windows are, and then say, hey, do you know we do best? <laughs> so if you don't do a good job, you're not going to be able to do that. But the answer to your question is uh, uh, a very, very, very high percentage of people before they're going to put up five or six or eight thousand dollars are going to check you out. Yeah. I mean, you know, over the last two years, I think that even people 50, 60, 70 definitely learned how to use a computer. You know, they're sitting around their house, they couldn't get out, and, and they are much more knowledgeable today than ever before. So they're they're checking you out. And we're seeing, um, um, the sad part about this, if you don't know, uh, don't have good reviews, you don't know how much business you're losing. Right. That's the big thing. You don't know if somebody's looking at you, see a commercial, looks up your review, you have under 4.5, they decide, no, look at I, this. They have two customers that aren't happy. Let's go someplace else, honey. Yeah, I call it carbon monoxide because it's, you know, it's this silent killer. You'll That's never right. you'll never know the phone calls that you didn't get. You'll never know the leads that you didn't generate because your reviews weren't there to support, you know, your your, your company. No, we have a we have a department especially for this, a review department that we try to get a review from the sales department to make sure they're happy. But of course, the most important one is when the work is complete. Making sure that uh, Mrs. Johnson walked around with the installer to make sure that they were happy. We do something else that a lot of companies, I think, should definitely adapt. It's called a kitchen call is what we call it. That's when the actual installer calls the office, the customer service in our offices, and verifies that I'm done with the job. Mrs. Johnson's right here with me. Would you like to talk to them? They're happy with everything. I did a real good job for them. And that makes all the difference in the world. Then we have a QR code that will ask the customer if they would please go online and tell us how we do. Great. That's fantastic. So I've been talking to a lot of folks in the gutter and gutter protection industries and their home improvement industry in general. And I am hearing a little bit about retraction. You know, some companies just aren't generating the same number of leads this year that they generated last year at this time. So it seems that now that the pandemic is behind us, the stimulus dollars are behind us. And, you know, people were home for such a long period of time, staring at the projects they wanted to have done, that there may be some type of 
uh, normalization, a bit of a slowdown. And, you know, have you noticed any of that? And, you know, do you have any, um, any thoughts or ideas around that? Yes. Uh, first quarter uh, was difficult for gutters for me. I mean, I, I mean, you know, what I do is I, I have to get X amount of gutters. We're trying to get 60 gutters out every day. 60 actual issued leads a day is what I'm trying to do wow. in this company, no matter what. Whatever I got to do, figure it out, right? <laughs> and that's easier said than done. So sometimes you have to pivot. Sometimes you try things and it doesn't work. So um, again, my TV was always something I could um, depend on. And, and those days are kind of going away. So we're finding our way through YouTube and, uh, and um, Facebook right now. And we're really having a lot of success with it. The cost is uh, within line. We're running around $165 per issued lead right now under that program. So, I mean, we're pretty happy with it. Um, but there's nothing better than getting out and either knocking doors or going back in these shows with running gutter machines. You have to have the running water. I've done it without it, and it's not a it, our numbers drop. So people like to see how it's going to work. Um, you got to find somebody that that either you buy them from the manufacturer you're using, or you. I mean, we use a seamless gutter with a, a piece that clips in the top, and it's usually a six-inch gutter. It works out really well, and uh, we love to show that. We love to show how well it works in front of the customer, and they can relate to it. It's just like a bath. They like to see and feel the bath that you're thinking about coming out and showing them. Yeah, so and that's I can what testify. we do at our shows. I'm sorry? And I can testify. I've been to a lot of your live events. I've been worked in some of the retail stores, Walmarts and Sam's Clubs and things like that. And you guys have a strong commitment to having those displays with the running water out front prominent, you know, and, and people, they do come over. They attract people to see how they work, if they work. And it, it really raises a lot of questions and a great way to generate leads. Well, I think that I think that it helps uh, the actual taker, the setter that's there also. So he they get excited about it to when they're shown at how it works. I mean, it's it's uh, it works for both. It really does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you, gutter protection gutters in a climate that economic climate that may be retracting. How do you like that product versus other products? Again, I love it. Um, right now, um, our average sales are on $5,600. So usually what we're seeing is on a percentage basis, um, people put this on their credit cards. I mean, it's, um, it's one of those products where um, they still do finance. Probably around 33% of our people are financing the product, but um, a lot are putting it on their credit card and uh, it's at that price point where you can still do that. Um, again, it is a need product. So you got to show them why they need it. You got you to educate them why it's going to benefit them in the long run. And uh, we don't have a lot of customers, I, very, very few that uh, aren't extremely happy after they can see the benefits of it. So let me ask you, question about call to action. You do a, a lot of different forms of marketing, television, web, social media, 
you're, you've got live events, you've got people going door to door, you've got a very diversified portfolio of lead generation. What calls to action do you see working for gutters and gutter protection? I use three different uh, types. What I'm doing right now is some called a $79 install. So what they can do is uh, they can get the work done for um, $79 down. And that does push your financing a lot. And again, we are going in where you're hearing on the news constantly about we're in a tight crunch right now with the economy. And that's helped a lot. Um, I try to run an actual dollar amount. Uh, sometimes all my advertisements together so the, that when the representative gets out there, they don't get all confused also. Okay, so, uh, but um, $300 off my gutters, that's kind of telling the customer these aren't unbelievably expensive. If I set $1,000 off, they think, how much are these things, right? Right. So we, we tried to go with uh, kind of a low uh, cost point there. And then um, um, we try to do a labor type, either 50% off labor. Got it. Mm -hmm. okay. And you mentioned financing, you know, spiking financing with some of these special offers. You know, a lot of people think that, you know, it is a smaller ticket compared to, you know, a new roof perhaps or uh, replacement windows for the entire house, bathroom remodel, gutter protection, generally speaking, has been a smaller ticket. Do you see a large percentage of people still financing a project with this? You mentioned some put it on their credit card. We do. And, and um, again, uh, a lot of times we're pushing that with that $79 down. Those, those type of, when I run ads like that, you get more finance than when I'm pushing $300 off. But you got to look, how many people am I missing by not pushing financing? And that's, you kind of got to go with the flow. One of my biggest things that I do with gutters, um, roofs, windows, is I focus on the weather. What I mean by that is if it's raining or going to be raining, run gutter ads in your newspapers. Focus your gutter ads. So you got to have a lot of communication with the papers, with television. I mean, you can change your advertising very quickly. Um, on TV, I'll completely go from baths to gutters in two days. I mean, we got the ad bought. You just changed what you're what you're marketing. That's so, and, and we um, we've had success with that for I can't even tell you how many years. It's, but um, it's not just seasonality. It's it's literally watching you know the forecast and and, and advertising accordingly. Yeah. Um, yeah, you, you pull back on certain uh, dollars spend uh, during the fall for gutters, you know, than, than what you were spending with baths. Baths are my fourth quarter product. I mean, that's when I really turn the heat on that. Uh, but gutters is right now. Gutters is going right now. That's why we have a major uptick. That's why I focus. I have weekly meetings on how we're doing, how we're trending, Um you know, I, I compare them to last year, the year before to see if there's differences. You're always having in marketing to have to pivot a little bit. You're always having to tweak, whether it's in, in TV or what your marketing TV, what your offer is. Don't keep running the same offer if you're not pulling any leads. Right. It's that simple. 
Let me ask you, I know we've talked about calls to action. Is there any imagery that you feel works better in generating leads for gutter protection? You know, is it the product itself or is it images of people falling off ladders or is it clogged gutters? What imagery do you think works best? Of course, it uh, depends on, um, you know, the source. On TV, we have a lot that uh, um, we have elderly that are falling off the ladders. And sadly to say, I've actually been to hospital beds and had them sign contracts because they fell off ladders, right? I mean, it's... Uh, uh, but um, you kind of make them funny. You don't want to make them too serious. I mean, they are serious because a high high percentage, if you look at statistics, people do hurt themselves when they get up there and try to clean gutters every single year. So you want to, to market that. Don't do it anymore. You're getting older. Plus the pain in the butt. Let us take care of it. Let us completely eliminate it where you don't have to worry about that. Plus you're building value in your home. It is their biggest investment. So let me ask you, you've had a ton of success. You've been doing it for over 20 years and everyone always wants to focus on success. We're drawn to success, right? But I always ask people to look at the failures because that's where the lessons are at. And what would you say are some of the biggest failures you've had in trying to generate leads for gutters and gutter protection? That's an easy one. I already kind of went through it. It's my aggregators. I mean, they just, for gutters, it, it uh, um, I, I have not been able to master that. My conversions are low. The quality of leads have been bad. And these are people that the other quality, the other leads that they're giving me where different products are successful. So that's the weird part, right? Um, so um, it, it, uh, aggregators are, are my worst. I mean, I just have not. And shows without running water. It's that simple. Wow. I can show you the difference. If you don't have the ruddy water, you're going to drop your, your number. I mean, we have, you know, we uh, have expectations from our, our setters to where um, um, we expect them to generate X amount of leads at every show. And um they do their best, but if you don't give them the tools they need to be successful, you're going to have some issues. So we try to give them everything they need. It goes back to one of my core philosophies, attraction versus pursuit. You know, when you've got one of those event setups, one of those displays, and, you know, you want to attract much more than you want to pursue. And I, I think that that's great that you guys have such a commitment to that. And so, well, in winding down, Brad, I just curious, you know, there's a lot of home improvement companies out there. Not a lot of them focus on gutter guards and gutter protection. What advice would you have for someone who's in the home improvement business that, you know, maybe hasn't given it a little bit of thought, but hasn't given a serious thought in expanding their gutter protection division? I mean, it's just such a simple um, reason to actually go out and market gutters. You're definitely benefiting the consumer. If you're selling siding, um, you know, we have a lot where we'll go out and we'll be on a, a gutter lead and we end up selling them soft and facial with the job. I mean, it happens all the time. So you're getting other products. Um, the profit end of this product and the turnaround of this product, um, that's why you have some of the biggest companies in the country just selling gutters. Think about it. Yeah. Um, it's a benefit. I mean, uh, we don't have to where you can put a couple boxes in the back of your truck, but we have a major machine that 
that we can do what's called drops, where if we got four gutter jobs, they just go and they run the gutters and the guys put it up while they go to the next place. You know, and um, we have a specialty product that the customer wants, seamless. So you don't have to worry about uh, um, anything falling off or having problems. I mean, we got a good product. We feel real confident what we do. And um, any any owner of any company could see the benefit when it comes to cash flow. That's a no-brainer. It really is. Yeah. Because, I mean, we've all we've all learned a lesson in the last two years is when what I don't care if you're selling windows, I don't care if you're selling bass, both things, you're sitting there praying that uh, they're going to get that to you within 90 days. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, and, cancellations because projects couldn't get turned around at a reasonable time. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, we lost our actual uh, we're having to be up front. I mean, we we are really working on something um you know, a customer type portal to where the customer can see where we're at, you know, um, whether or not you, you, their product has been ordered, the expectation on when the product's going to be there. And then when the product's there, they can actually see when we're going to actually, uh, we'll call them to set up an appointment to have the, the uh, product consult. People like that. Oh yeah. We've been trained by Amazon. You know, we know where our package is at. We've been trained by Uber and Lyft. We right know the vehicle is at and they want to know when their project's going to be done. And if, if you don't have the technology to do it, um, you know, via, via some digital platform, it, at the very least, you have to lay it out on a sheet, next steps and expectations and the timeline that those things occur. Uh, very, very important for improving the customer experience. Well, another major thing that that has happened that uh, we've definitely had to uh to upgrade and, and educate ourselves on is back in the day, you could call people and they'd answer the phone. <laughs> those days, those days are over. You might have Johnny have 20 leads that you're going to confirm and make sure that they know that we're coming out. You can't get a hold of that customer. So what are your options? Your options, you do have some. Your options is to, to text them or email them. And if they respond back, run the lead. And that we have something called Hatch that works out very well for us. And people with, whether you're going to the dentist, the doctor, I mean, that's what they do. They don't communicate anymore. They talk. Now, I want to make sure everybody understands that it's important to make sure that uh, um, the consumer is set up to understand why you're coming out. Right. That's the big thing. So uh, we have a product that uh, actually is a training type program called Balto that um, if the customer says, ask a question that my setter doesn't understand, it'll give them the answer. It's the most unique thing I've ever seen now. Very so cool. we're making sure that, that the customer's getting all the information that they need. So when our rep goes out there, they know what the customer has been told and can actually... Um, um, not be confused. Fantastic. Well, Brad, mm -hmm. you've been very generous with your time. You've been very forthcoming with information. I know everybody watching and listening is, is extremely grateful. I certainly am. Thank you for being a guest on the gutter grind and we look forward to talking to you soon. You got it. Thank you. Bye now.